find a recording where somebody was like, remarkable craftsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no, wrong. please don't. Oh. You know, the other day <laughs> on YouTube, someone called us ugly. Yeah, I saw that. And, like, we get called we get called fat all the time as if we didn't already know. Well, as if I didn't already know. You've always been kind of a big dude. I've always been kind of, you know. It's natural. Oh, we need some light. Woo. Unnatural light brought to you by God. But this podcast is brought to you by Stevie Wicks Cool Beans Candle Company. And this right here, uh, it's not available yet, but it will be soon. This is the uh, Wine and Roses Candle. It's being introduced as part of the Mother's Day line, but it's going to stick around, I think. Do they say it really smells like ooh-ooh? What? Does the, do the roses really smell like ooh-ooh? I don't. Th- there's a joke there, and I'm not getting it. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Boo! <laughs> Say your roses really smell like poo. Ooh, ooh. You've never heard. Wow. No, it's this just it's it's been a while. Uh, more on them later. <laughs> I really drugged that out. It's gonna be one of them episodes tonight. Back to you, Cotton. <laughs> and if I blow anyone's ears out, I apologize. That's not meant to be. <clears throat> so, what are we we'll talking get about? Into the topic. Of a Bud Light in a minute. Oh, Bud Light? Yeah. The classiest of beers, mind you. It just wasn't a smooth transition. <laughs> now, in the case of Dylan Mulvaney, I, I have to agree. Because the first time, like, the first time I saw Dylan Mulvaney, I was like, yeah, that's, that's. Well, it's, it's not the fact that he's trans. It's that he's trans and acts like a little girl. I, I, well, no, I'm actually with Tim Pool on this one. I don't think that uh, Dylan Mulvaney is actually transgender. I think Dylan Mulvaney is a troll, or at least I think that's how it started out. But now Dylan Mulvaney is making money. So it's in Dylan's best interest to continue up that persona because it's Tim getting. Tim Pool said that. He said that yep. he thinks he's trolling. Yep. Really? He said it multiple times. And I agree with him because when I heard him say that, I was like, you know what? I mean, he doesn't have fake tits yet. Well, I mean, that's, you know. I've got real ones. Yeah. This camera angle is not very flattering. It's not. It's really not. That's why I'm not even I trying. Need, I, need my, I, I need my sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot for sweatshirts now. Now we can't hide. Yeah. Uh, but I don't care if the internet calls me fat because, like, I'm fat, but I'm not that fat. And that's body shaming, too, anyway, so. I'm not, but <laughs> my fun spreads. Yeah, yours your spreads miles. out. Oh, I just I don't care. Cause your girlfriend's probably fatter. Oh. I'd say I need the, the thing that Myron has. Yeah. Your best friend. So actually Actually no, Brian. Dude, Brian. I was watching a, uh, one of our shorts today and you looked like Brian and it was like I was like, I bet you'd be like kind of shitty like i don't want to identify with that douche who's brian whatever podcast which brian brian the host who the fuck is brian who the fuck <laughs> i don't know who you're talking about the whatever podcast oh his name's brian yeah brian brian byron so uh, 
I don't, I just, I don't like that guy. Uh, speaking of that, that's not completely off topic. Uh, did you see, I sent you the vice release, the Andrew Tate hit piece. Isn't that old? It's not that old. I think it's been out for a minute now, like six but months. Oh, ha- no, it hasn't been that long. No. Maybe. I don't know. I'll date and see it. Well, I sent you the link so you can, um, it's interesting. What's really interesting is we have an average view duration and it says no concurrent viewers. So we're talking to nobody. Ooh. Ooh. We must be talking to the uh, nobody in the game of cards of against humanity. Or That's YouTube is just broken. YouTube is broken. I think YouTube was broken for a couple days there because we uploaded some quality shorts that got nothing. And then, and then out of nowhere. Biden. Yeah, oh, it's like well, apparently YouTube likes it when we hit on when we hate on Biden, and YouTube apparently likes it when I talk about anything involving feminism. Except, it's so funny because once again, YouTube illustrates if you look to the like to dislike ratio, more people like the video, but all the comments. Let's see, I was called a simp. I was called be, because I said I appreciated the Wonder Woman movie not emasculating the male cast. That makes me a simp. I guess because I was talking to a woman while I said it. I don't know. And what's hilarious is I, I, I don't even know if I should say this, but fuck it. Um, one of the comments was, that's not going to get her to sleep with you. It's like, mm-hmm, if only you knew. <laughs> Been there. I, I just keep thinking of that meme when, when, you're, when you convince the blue haired girl to let you smash, but it took two hours. <laughs> Actually. It, it has uh, somebody, I think it's a. Uh, Matthew McConaughey driving away and he's like screaming in the car. Oh, it's that meme from the Dallas Buyers Club. Oh yeah, yeah. Never seen that movie. You should. It's quite What's that good. about. Uh, basically, it's about the AIDS outbreak, but specifically the evolution of the drug AZT. I thought that's what it was. Yeah, it's very good. <sighs> you know what else is very good? Not Bud Light. I, I wouldn't know. I've never cared for Bud Light beer anyway. Well, truth, I mean, tr- truth be told, I wouldn't know. I <laughs> I don't drink beer. I always did the hard liquor. Speaking of which, I keep forgetting bourbon. to bring you your partially used bottle of bourbon. Oh, a sipping whiskey. Yeah, it, oh, it's definitely, trust me, I, I could smell that shit. I was like, fuck. I've got a sipping glass. Ooh. I do. And I put ice cubes in there. <clears throat> Anywho, so, <laughs> did you? Did you see the thumbnail? Yes, I love the thumbnail. What a, what a smooth, smooth, cold, and trans. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, if you are, if you're a YouTuber, you, you need to use Canva. I think a lot of YouTubers are using Canva because I'm starting to see, like now that I can see the templates that are on there, I'm starting to see a lot of thumbnails that follow that. Some of the, which I'm not hating it because fuck, I use them, but it's Canva's worth it. And you can get you can use the free version. You just can't use all the tools. But I actually pay for it because it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, I uh, if I had the subscription, it would be much better. <laughs> I had it for a month, and then I just I didn't re up on it, and I'm like I should have. But it's whatever. It's it's absolutely worth it. It is worth it. It's worth it just for the background remover tool. <clears throat> oh, we've got a viewer. We have to start behaving now. We also have a mosquito already. Kill it. <laughs> Kill it. I mean, what the heck, man? It's it's literally, what is it, 
April, second week of April. Yes. Why are mosquitoes out? Because it got it, it got it became summer in like two days. Yeah. So. <sighs> I uh. Just got news before you got here. Well, actually, before we got here, we went to go get the drink of the Panera. Anyway, so apparently none of the senior execs for Bud Light. I read that. Um, said that they were okay with this. And the, uh, people are thinking it might be a rogue employee or something like that. Or you know, I, a hack. I'm, or, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about that on the I way. think it's they're protecting their dumpster fire. Kind of. Now, I guess I'm going to word vomit a bit here because this is essentially what I was thinking. So you're talking about the C-level executives for Anheuser-Busch the parent company that makes Budweiser, Bud Light, all, like a, a great number of beverages. There's no way nobody knew. Well, maybe because we're talking about these. this is the C-suite of the entire parent company. And what they're saying is that some rogue, um, what was it, like assistant marketing director or something like that, reached out. And this is where I think, because normally I'd call, like you're doing, I'd call their BS and be like, how could you not know? But... You got to remember, the only reason this blew up is because news outlets got a hold of it. What it actually was, they just did a special can with Dylan Mulvaney's face on it. It was supposed to be like this social media thing. And I think their goal was simply to appeal to the LGBT community without it getting out in the mainstream, which is why they would have done such a, like, not not a guerrilla marketing campaign, but like such a low level, like, oh, yeah, we'll put Dylan Mulvaney's face on it. Dylan will make a an Instagram reel or a TikTok post or whatever, and then maybe the gay community and the trans community will start liking Bud Light. I don't know, but well, did you see the VP for uh, PR or, or whatever she whatever her what is? I just, like you could just look at her and just oh yeah, I could have told you that it screamed. Well, here's one of the reason I here's one of the reasons I would say that I I, I do believe that the senior uh, C-suite executives knew about it is because you take one look at her, you know exactly what you're getting when you hire her. And then she starts talking, and then you really know. But, like, is that judgmental? Yeah, but... Um, this this girl or woman, I don't, I don't know, uh, on Instagram, I believe, she was talking about why people don't want to hire liberal trans. Oh, I've, and, I've seen know, that, that, too. That stuff, yep. You know, basically because... At the end of the day, they're going to, have to deal with something. It's true. You know, instead of just being able to just come to your job and work. It's true. It's absolutely true. I, and not universally, because I've worked with, obviously I've worked with women. I've worked with gay people. I've worked with people of just about every walk of life. And most people just want to show up. Well, I'm not going to say they want to work, but they just want to show up and get their paycheck, you know. But there, there's always... There's always that one person, and it could be for any reason from any group, but they always just want to cause problems or cause drama or make it about them or just, ugh. And nobody likes that person. Nobody likes a victim. No, because victims are often annoying. Except true victims, ironically, who usually don't talk about their shit. Yeah, or they didn't deserve what happened to them. Well, that's what I'm saying, but then they don't talk about because why would you want to wallow in that? Like, I don't remember I don't remember who I was talking to, but... um should have been on a podcast maybe i'll do one someday talk to a victim and see what's 
But um, I basically was saying that, you know, even if you are a legitimate victim, like let's hypothesize and say you are actually a victim. It doesn't do you any good to behave like a victim outside of being in danger. You know what I mean? Because like obviously when you're no longer in danger, it doesn't do you any good to dwell on it. Because even though you may be a legitimate victim, like ask any refugee, acting like a victim and behaving like one and wallowing in that doesn't help you move forward at all. And that's usually the attitude I've seen from anybody who you would consider a legitimate victim has taken. They're like, yeah, that really sucked, but it's over now. Does me no good to dwell on it. Let's, and those are like, these are the people who usually succeed because being a victim just does not help you get ahead. It, it doesn't. No, but it certainly gets some of the millions of dollars. Oh yeah. The professional victims. Yeah. David Hogg. <coughs> I'm, I'm always careful when I talk about him because I don't want to be misconstrued. How the hell do we have negative one concurrent viewers? <laughs> YouTube's broken. YouTube is definitely broken. YouTube's tonight. broken tonight. What the hell? <laughs> Make sure we're still on. It's like, no, you need to eat shit. Negative one, you suck. Well, come on, YouTube. Come on, YouTube. Oh, Bitcoin's at 30,000. Woohoo. Half of where it was before. That's actually pretty good, though. Yeah, I know. All things considered. Because it got down to, I think, like $12,000. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're on. Yeah, we're live. I got us out of the negative one. I was uh, going to attempt to buy a Bitcoin when it got down to $10,000. Well, it got almost $10,000. Well, it get, I think, like 11000 And I said, if it gets down to $10,000, I'm buying one. Just buying one. Man. Cause, I mean, because you might, I would have had to hold it for like six months, but I would have gone from 10000 to 30000 So, I mean, I would have yeah. made 20 grand. Yeah, when you put it like that. It makes sense. And sometimes you shouldn't do it because you never know how the market's going to go. Oh, so actually, that it's not related to Bitcoin, but it is related to money. So, um, speaking of getting hate in comments. I got some, we got some shitty comments for a short we uploaded fairly recently about people getting um, adjustable rate mortgages. Oh, yeah. Now, I want to clarify one thing because the people who have commented are not, they're, they're not wrong, but, okay. So, I, I failed on giving some additional context, but we also only have 60 seconds. So, my realtor was telling me about people that were getting adjustable rate mortgages who were just buying a house. Like they weren't investors. They weren't planning on moving in the next, you know, five years, let's say two to five years or whatever. They were getting adjustable rate mortgages to try to get a lower rate up front. Now, as many of you will know, it is very possible to do that. So long as interest rates don't continue to rise, which they're going to continue to rise. Now, who knows what's going to happen five years from now, but that's kind of the point yeah, rates might go down. And the truth of the matter is um, fixed rate mortgages were so low that most people weren't looking at adjustable rate mortgages because they were, I mean, the fixed rates were pretty much lower than anything you'd get adjustable. So they just weren't really talking about them. But the fact of the matter is what I was saying is that I don't understand how if you are somebody who is not planning on, like it's not an investment property that you're going to flip, which even then kind of, I, I don't know, maybe if you're getting like a substantially lower rate, 
I don't know. I mean, I guess it'd be worth looking into. Or if you like know you're going to move in two years, but then I'm kind of like, why would you buy a house versus just renting one? I don't know. You know, but every situation is different. So everybody in the comments was not necessarily wrong, but it's like, yes, you can save money as long as everything goes perfectly your way, which I don't know. Maybe I just have bad luck. Nothing ever fucking goes my way. So I, I mean, I could not see myself ever getting an adjustable rate mortgage unless it was something where like I was buying a house to flip and obviously I wasn't paying cash for it. And I knew I was going to sell it within six months to a year and interest rates were just crazy. But even then, how much money are you actually saving versus the risk? Because let's say, I mean, this would be an abysmally bad example, but like, let's say I buy a house to flip and then the market just tanks and I decide to hold on to it. And the market takes, let's say six years to fully recover to where I can actually recoup my money. Like, this is a very extreme example, but you see my point. But if interest rates go up, I could really just get screwed hardcore. Or I just end up selling at a loss, but then I would lose money. Yeah, fuck that. As opposed to if I'd gotten something like on a fixed rate. And, and let's be real, I could always rent the thing out. But I don't know. It's just I don't like uncertainty, which you and I have talked about this numerous times. Where That's one of the reasons I didn't dive headfirst into crypto. Because I, I just don't I, – I don't have a very high risk tolerance where i'm at right now so that's just me other people do but if you ask any mortgage broker who actually gives a shit about your finances they're probably not going to advise you to get a variable rate mortgage for that reason i mean if you're a gambler go for it but if you're a gambler go play cards be a real gambler what's the down payment on one of those i mean i'm sure it varies based upon like like every other mortgage i'm sure it's based upon what you can put down and Uh, all that because that affects the loan balance but actually i thought about thought about approaching my my realtor about being on the rta podcast i might do that that'd be cool have like an hour or two conversation about real estate he'd love it but you know who doesn't love i don't know if dylan mulvaney loves real estate or not he's dylan strikes me as a renter i don't know why I just, I don't, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, this was so out of so, such left field. This well, was like Roe v. Wade thing. So, well, I, I think, I, I think this was honestly a bit of an accident on the part of that uh, marketing director or whoever, whatever her job title is at, at Bud Light, because I do think the intent was to just be a little, like kind of a smaller social media campaign. I don't know how much they paid Dylan. I can't imagine it was all that much money. Like a little, just like, social media march madness promo to try to get you know like the trans and lgbt uh, the rest of the lgbt crowd to start drinking bud light i i don't think it was gonna work but i mean because when i saw that i was like bud light really like not heineken i could see heineken maybe i mean it's like mostly like like when i think bud light i think like rednecks and nascar like like Peter Griffin flying the truck while he's wearing the flannel hat. Well, I mean, I've heard, I, I like everybody I know who drinks beer for the most part, like doesn't particularly care for Bud Light. In fact, I've heard that Bud Light is like the worst of all beers. That's what I've been told. I can't speak to it. The worst of all light beers anyway. I always thought Pabst Blue Ribbon was nasty. I never liked Bud Light either, just to be fair. I never really liked any beer. I've never had it, so not, I couldn't. I don't drink because i like the taste 
not like my pee. I drank it because it's sterile. And I like the taste. <laughs> anyway, so Dylan Mulvaney, I had no idea who it was until, like, I just started seeing Kid Rock shooting up cans. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, and to be fair, like, I think the response from the right has been a little, uh, how should we say, uh, overblown. Because, honestly, who cares? Rightfully so. Because the uh, thing is, anytime anything is done on the right and the left has something to complain about it, it's the worst thing ever. Well, that's not what I mean. I just think, like, because everybody on the right's like, I don't like Bud Light anyway. Then why do you care? Well, and what, what was it? Did you watch Tom McDonald's uh, short? Yeah. Where he's just like, you're drinking light beer. You're halfway there. That's what I yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I laugh because I, well, I, I just, like, let's be real here. This is super overblown because they put somebody's face on a can. I remember when they put Natalie Portman's face on a Pepsi can. Nobody fucking raised, granted, they put, they put Jar Jar Binks on, I think he was on a Dr. Pepper or Mountain Dew. I can't remember. Oh, he's a mister. Yeah. Nobody fucking rioted because they put Jar Jar Binks's face on a can. There was something else like this. They put they do this all the time though. Oh yeah, and like I don't know they they want to get their it... face on there, but they want to take the black woman off of uh, Aunt Jemima. <laughs> I mean, come on, man, that syrup is fucking delicious. Yeah, Aunt Jemima is good syrup. And I'll tell you what. Yeah. See, it looks like it's loading, but now it's fine. No. But I'll tell you what. Right now, I don't. I don't I don't think this is racist or anything like that. He'll correct me. But I've it's probably a little I've racist. had black soul food and I've never tasted anything better. <laughs> no, that's not racist. That's just a fact. <laughs> I, I, it's some it is some good food. And like I think about it at night. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Well, and then it's it's not it's not just because it, it I I I got to say this the right way. The food also gets better the further south you go i've noticed just generally speaking because like a good comparison is like i'm sure most of you have eaten at a cracker barrel like i'm sure but like cracker barrels up here they're okay but they're kind of eh tennessee fantastic down tennessee and below dude oh whole new world i've always liked cracker barrel because i get their uh their grilled marinated chicken tenders those are so good. I'm telling you, dude. Next time, do you, do you normally drive down to Florida when you go? Yeah. Stop off at a waffle, and not right. a waffle house. Although, yeah, stop off at a waffle house I down love south waffle too. House. Oh, dude, that's another one. Like, and waffle house is good up here. Don't get me wrong, but man, down south, ugh, stop at a Cracker Barrel when you're at least to Tennessee. All right. It's. I'll say because those people down south did not know how to do hash browns. Oh, you must have been in the wrong place then, because they, oh boy. They did not crisp up my hash browns right. Do they? were they, just barely flashed. They're not supposed to be super crispy, though. Uh, you're a soft No, 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 no. I'm talking about hash browns in general, though. Top layer is supposed to be lightly crisp, not burned. It's not supposed to be a Well, it's supposed to be burned. It's supposed to be crispy. Okay, so it wasn't crispy at all. It should be crispy all the way through. No, 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 no. No, it's like, it's like crispy on top and a blanket in the middle. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because if you if you get it crispy all the way through, you're going to burn the top and bottom. Oh, you're making me want some god dang hash browns. They are good. They are god dang good. God dang good. Uh, wish I have hash browns in there. I guess I can make some after the final can. Hmm. I, I wasn't to be anywhere, to be fair. I I, I didn't know how we were gonna I didn't know how we were gonna get a lot of a uh, lot on this. Well, I figured it it ties into all the trans uh, happenings around the country right now. Happenings. I mean, I'm not gonna say anything else because I don't want YouTube to flag. Well, the video. and and to well, this isn't necessarily to be fair, but kind of to be fair. Like, I think I want to stress just this one thing, though. The actions of Dylan Mulvaney, nor our commentary of Dylan Mulvaney, really have much of anything to do with the trans community at large. Because I point out Dylan Mulvaney acting like, you know, a a goof. And I'm kind of surprised that, and this might be true for the bulk of the actual trans community, the non-activist crowd, I'm kind of surprised more people aren't just, like, telling Dylan to shut up. Or any trans that's like saying, you know, spouting violence. Like, if they well, say Dylan's not right, spouting violence. I'm not but... saying him particularly, but I'm saying like the left always says about the right. The right perpetuates violence. You know, they always say this and that because they just, I don't know, they have baseless claims. But, but when the right does something, the left gets violent. <laughs> The, this things. is true. Well, and actually, it's it's funny. I can tie this into the Andrew Tate special because I I no I I watched it. I watched the whole thing and I watched it with an open mind. Oh, and actually, the vice, yeah, the vice piece. And there were some things I I did not know about, like the war room, for example. Apparent, and I don't know if Vice got this right or wrong because I'd never heard of the dude. Apparently, he hangs around with a hypnotist who, according to Vice, is his right hand man. And I was like, ah, I'm pretty sure Tristan was his right hand man. But yeah, he hangs around with a hypnotist. And, like, a really hippie, weird-looking dude who, you know, as much as Andrew talks about being able to fight, I don't think this guy could fight his way out of a paper bag, you know. And I found that quite odd. Um, yeah, so it was it was very strange. And then, like, they got this dude walking around who calls himself Alpha Wolf, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like, really? Oh, God. Like, even if you're going to do a pseudonym, like, choose one that's not – fucking that dorky because i'd like to remind everybody it's like yeah i'm the alpha wolf it's like you know there are two alphas right there's a male and a female alpha that's how it's structured and then there's a beta they call that the power couple (laughs) well i I just i i guess if you're wanting to point out like your male like superiority masculinity which before people start calling me a simp in the comments um i'm overall i'm a fan of andrew tate but it's like i think sometimes some of these guys in like the red pill and manosphere spaces don't really think about the metaphors they're using before they say them because comparing yourself to a wolf without understanding their social structure is kind of dumb because an alpha female has dominance over every other member of the pack except for maybe the alpha male so yeah using a wolf metaphor probably isn't the best way to go if you're talking about like men being i don't even want to say superior because that has a negative connotation but like if you're talking about male excellence um and being like if you're in a couple and being like 
the leader for your woman, it's kind of like, eh, you, you might want to pick a different animal. Because wolves are not a good... That seemed, that was probably very pointless, but it got two viewers. So what do you think, America? Honey badgers. <laughs> now, okay, if you're one of these guys who's like, and like I, I shudder to say this because the definition keeps changing, but like if you're one of those Sigma male guys, lone wolf guys, again. How do they wolf, do the face? What do you do? I was just looking like a mad Polish guy when I stick my chin out. <laughs> you're like, bands the papers. <laughs> <laughs> burns the papers I also look like I don't have I teeth see the books back there burn them too <laughs> I also look like I don't have teeth when I do it yeah. burns the papers isn't it Mr. Chin Chinsworth off Family Guy yeah, yeah that, that's how uh, Billy Bob Thornton made, uh, did Sling Blade pushed his chin forward and you got what I did <laughs> ain't got no gas in it that, that, that blew up a lot more no. than I thought. It's got it's, like 3.5. It started out slow, too. I'm like, let's go. You know, so it's like, what's wrong with the economy? Ain't got no gas in it. And I'm so glad I cut out because I and I have a really bad habit. I'm trying to work on it. When something, when I find something funny, I often repeat it just out of reflexes. I'm like, oh, that was funny. And I'm so glad I cut out because I start to say it, but then I cut it off. And it just, it would have completely ruined the short. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Because he said, ain't got no gas. And I'm like, ain't got no gas. And <laughs> you were like my echo. <laughs> well, yeah, and I do it. Like, I don't do it consciously. <laughs> because that's how conversations work. Yeah, but the thing of it is, is I was originally editing the short, and I left it in because I wanted to get your laughter afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know why I don't like that. So then I cut that part out, and I'm like, oh, that's so Dude, much better. you should have just stitched in Seth Rogen's laugh. <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm going to out myself. Uh-oh. So if you go on to the... Light now. <laughs> yeah. If you go on to the Arte Media YouTube page and check out the shorts, there's one called Feminist Gets Owned. Sosa. And I added the whole, like, uh, what is it, that group of guys reacting like, oh! Oh, yeah. To the end. I'm going to read you... Are you, are you talking about on the Feminist Gets Owned? Yeah. Well, but I'm going to read you the description. And I did this as a bit of an experiment, but also because I wanted to get the hashtags in there. Hash um, browns. Yeah, hash browns. Whoa, that's up to 116 likes and almost 6,000 views. That's hilarious. What? That short. Oh, yeah, dude. It blew up. I see. I see a little silhouette of a little man. Scalamouche. Scalamouche. Okay, but here's the description. This podcast is actually a very nuanced discussion about men, women, dating relationships, masculinity, and feminism. But because YouTube is far from a bastion of nuance and independent thought, I made this shorts video a clickbait title to make people think it's just a feminist getting owned. True, I made it funny, but how much do you want to bet a bunch of self-professed alpha male Andrew Tate followers don't read the description and comment how she got owned, lol. And there are now nine comments, either talking about how, actually more of them are about how my comeback isn't good, which I'm like, well, yeah, it is, because it does pertain to what she's I, talking about. I love her comments, because I love responding. 
even if you're a smart ass, like there's nothing better than to me to respond to a smart ass because I'm very good at it. Well, I just I just love it when they comment because that's just pushing the algorithm, man. And it's like I, people yeah. don't understand. It doesn't matter if your comments positive or negative. And I kind of I kind of throw that out there every now and then when somebody comments something negative. I'm like, well, your algorithm brought you to us, so which is a good retort though because it's true. It's kind of like the people in the Senate hearing, the TikTok hearing, was like, every time I get on TikTok, I just see a bunch of little girls and half naked men dancing well and then it's like everybody in that room under 40 was like uh that's your algorithm it's like um who's gonna tell him that's like you know on my instagram it's big booty bitches and memes (laughs) and kids getting hurt people getting hurt in general on mine but yeah but there's this one i follow in general it's called kids getting hurt (laughs) (laughs) and i tell you what they get hurt and it's very funny dude the one that cracks me up every time i see it is the one where that that little kid jumps on the diving board and then it cut, head pops out the water and just goes that hurt my penis <laughs> it gets me every time i haven't seen that one i've said it to you before i forgot it's been a long time because you're a bad friend that's not true <laughs> mystical quest Uh-oh. Craig's hanging out. Mystic Quest. Just got C snazz. That is Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. I see that. A lot of people don't know about that game. Actually, a lot of people do. That was actually uh, Final Fantasy's uh, answer to bringing out, like, a game that younger children could play, but also still play the, what do they call that, role-playing RPGs? RPGs. Ghost. The last time we saw an eyeball, that scared good to me. I, I looked through the podcast and I could not find that clip. What? It's there. Oh, I skimmed through. It's there somewhere. Motherfuckers out there creeping. <laughs> you hear it? I think it's a cat. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. Sounds like something is walking on top of a box. <laughs> yeah, sir. She shut the door, but close the door. <laughs> Open the door. Did I send you that one? Probably. The the cat in the litter box. Open the door, or uh, or what about the the one with uh uh Doctor Phil? <laughs> Open the door, you dumb whore. Or I'm gonna th- throw rocks through your window. Oh no! But the one I sent you was it took audio from What's Eating Gilbert Grape when Leonardo DiCaprio plays his um. Could have drowned, mom. <laughs> Could have drowned. <laughs> That movie's hard to watch because, like, it's it's very good, but parts of it are just unintentionally hilarious. And uh, I'm surprised Leo DiCaprio hasn't gotten more hate for that character as of late. Yeah, because they're like, you're not special needs. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> it's called acting. Dude, I watched a, uh, you know who Patrick Cece is on YouTube? I want to say I've heard the name before, but it's not coming Dude, to me. He, he does, like, these uh, somewhat documentaries on, like, famous people or, or people like that. And, like, you know, some people fell off, and this is why, and he gives a reason. You know, mm. some people wonder why. 
I want to say he did one on Brendan Fraser that was quite good. Poss- possibly. Uh, he, he did one on um, – I just, I just watched it today. I don't know. He, he, he did a couple of them, but I, I can't remember where I was going with the story. But, like, where were we talking about earlier? What's Eating Gilbert Grape? What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Um, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, okay. He yeah, did yeah. one on Shia LaBeouf. My brain's not working correctly. Um, he did one on Shia LaBeouf on how he lied about his dad. Like, his dad, like – was like abusive towards him as a kid and whatnot. Oh. Don't they look nice without it? Yeah, I know. This is. The only problem is, is it doesn't stop the wind. <laughs> Brought to you by Wings and Rocks. <laughs> that, that might be one of my favorite ever pieces of commentary that we've uh, done in a theater while watching a movie. Ethereal. 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 <laughs> we've lost so many viewers <laughs> they're just like they're not talking about Mulvaney I mean nothing's nothing's really happening I feel though. like the name <laughs> is probably getting us the wrong clicks I'm like fuck these guys probably yeah but I don't care clicking at all. Bud Light <laughs> proud to be an American hero <laughs> Mr. Photography Guy I can't see those were good ads were those Bud Light yeah yeah, see, those were genius. Mr. Driving Range Ball Picker Upper. <laughs> they did one on we camping. All, we all, <laughs> but you know we're all gunning for you. Gunning for you. <laughs> see, those were good. <laughs> I can't even remember any right now. Oh, God. But Mr. Faction Fire Hero. See, th- those were good ads. Dylan Mulvaney. Like, and here's the thing. It wasn't even an ad. It's just Dylan Mulvaney acting like a moron. It's like, so I guess that had something to do with basketball. I don't know why Dylan Mulvaney sounds like Big Gay those Al. Were, those were NCAA cans. Like, th- those were geared towards the Yeah, sport. yeah. And it's like, how are you going to have someone who says they don't know anything about basketball to push to a basketball crowd? Because these are the NCAA ones. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. Well, I mean, it's college students, so maybe maybe they thought they were gonna kind of get in touch with the college crowd. And look at that. We start talking about Dylan Mulvaney again, and the viewers like jump most up. Most of them can't even buy legal beer. Damn it! <laughs> Nobody wants legal beer. That's no fun. Right. <laughs> Actually, um, I'm, I'm not. Well, I wouldn't know, but I'm not gonna go down that road because we're gonna we're gonna keep it on Dylan. I wonder how much money Dylan got for that, though. Like Seriously? Bud Light, I don't drink your shit either. But he'll take hundred grand. I'll take, fuck, I'll take ten. I'll, I'll save your brand just to be like, Bud Light, it's not the worst out there. Surely there's something worse. Your neighbor's home brewed shit, for example. And you just don't have the heart to tell him that it tastes like legitimate piss. But fun fact, it is. It's like Hank Spear. Yeah, Hank Schrader, Schrader Brow, I think is what he called it. <laughs> Dude, that one episode where they think they're getting shot up. <laughs> that, to be fair, that would have scared the shit out of me, too. <laughs> you imagine just sitting there, pop, 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 pop. You could make the argument that Brian Cranston was always like that, but he did such a good job playing Walter White. That well, that's the thing. All these uh, people who are like that, and they argue like that, and they bring up shit like that, 
they've always been that way. But the thing is, since I don't think I don't think they've always been that way. I think that there's a large contingent of the Hollywood crowd that um, parrots this stuff because what the hell is that? Watch. I got distracted. Oh, it's Matilda. Watch, Danny DeVito. Watch uh, the Wonder Years. You ever, you ever oh, I love the Wonder Years. Go back to it and watch it, and then when watch it like within the first like season, first or second season, and like the issues they're talking about mm-hmm. are still pro. You know, are, are still like we haven't even dealt with them today. Not all, certainly not all of them, but you know, that like, that was supposedly in the sixties, but it was filmed in the set 90s. set in the sixties. I think it's yeah. I think you're right. It was either started in the late. I believe it. Aired in early 90s. Yeah, yeah, that's when it's set. Um, actually, I haven't tried the remake of it yet because they remade The Wonder Years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have not tried it because, <laughs> I mean, I think it's just another example of them just, you know, taking an IP that was beloved and then race swapping it. But I will say, I think it, that might be one of the exceptions where it might be very interesting to watch. Say, Because I thought what they did was they were going to, like, much like the original Wonder Years was made in the 90s, but it was set during the late 60s, I thought maybe they're going to take this one and like make it set during like the 80s, something like that. Um, but no, apparently it's set during the 60s as well. So that might be a very interesting show to watch, to watch a black family in the middle of the 60s. That could be a very interesting watch. But my whole thing, again, is, you know, I think it would be a good series, but very much like All Quiet on the Western Front, my biggest problem with that movie was the fact that it was named All Quiet on the Western Front because it was so different from the novel and other film versions. But it's a great movie, but I think its greatest detriment is that it's... it's. I don't think they did it intentionally trying to like milk off the success of the rest of it, the rest of the other version versions i think they did want to make their own version of it and it's a great movie but again it's so different from the original that it almost loses a little bit of what made all quiet on the western front special it's still a very good movie and we have a review on it. i think it's actually our hot most viewed full-length podcast which i don't know why because it's literally just me talking about it for like over an hour because it's a review on a very popular movie book yeah i know but it was like over an hour of just me rambling although i did have notes but my avatar review didn't get nearly as much of course i was just shitting on it for the most part you started it off you said why the movie is bad or something like that well, no, more more so why the movie's overrated, much like Dylan Mulvaney is overrated. But where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So I have not watched the new version of The Wonder Years yet, but I love, 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 love the original. And it's one of the best TV series ever made, I think. Username commented, but it says uh, message retracted. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, Are they censoring you or did you back up? Are you being transphobic? Because we make the jokes on this podcast. Well, smooth and trans. Look, I don't care, but that was. Oh, that is good. It was actually cold smooth and something else. Uh, it was actually a slogan from another company, and uh, yeah, you just change one word. Oh fuck. Forty-two. Why does it feel like we've only been here for like fifteen minutes, though? I beg. Well, I don't know. It don't feel like forty-two minutes. 
We got to talk about Dylan Mulvaney. All right. So where <laughs> the fuck did this guy come from? Was he a YouTuber? That, he, I think he's a YouTuber. Hold on. We're going to. Let me know where my phone is. Oh, there it is. I believe he was a, he's a YouTuber. And he has quite a decent following. Dylan Mulvaney. We're going to look up. Let's see. Oh, good. They're on Wikipedia. And you're right about earlier when you said that, uh, what about Tim Pool, about him saying that he doesn't care what he does or whatnot. All righty. Let's see. Mulvaney was born December 29, 1996 in San Diego, California. Shocker. It's saying she, but graduated from the University of Cincinnati's College Conservatory of Music. She is. <laughs> with a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Musical Theater. Shocker. Uh, Mulvaney's first significant role was as Elder White in the musical The Book of Mormon. Following <clears throat> graduation from... Hang on a second. You saying this bitch was religious? No, no, no. The, the show, The Book of Mormon, written by oh. Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Elder White. Hold on, I'm. Oh. 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 <laughs> Holy crap. Pre transition. <clears throat> Dylan Mulvaney as Elder White in the Book of Mormon. It's not that old, folks. Okay. What else we got here? The musical led to Mulvaney traveling across the U.S., Mexico, and Canada to play the role. Other roles included How the Grinch Stole Christmas as the, at the Old Globe Theater. Uh, did eight Next to Normal, Arts Off-Broadway. Played in Legally Blonde, Spring Awakening, Bye Bye Birdie, and High School Musical at ACT San Diego. Around the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020, uh, Mulvaney began posting videos to TikTok, which usually garnered a few hundred thousand views. Mulvaney came out as a trans woman during the COVID-19 pandemic. Huh. You know, when everybody was really, really on TikTok all the time. And they were very bored. While living with a very conservative family at the childhood home in San Diego, she be... Began to document gender transition in a daily series of videos published on TikTok titled Days of Girlhood in March 2022, and and the videos began to gain in popularity, said in an interview, When the pandemic hit, I was doing the Broadway musical Book of Mormon. I found myself jobless and without the creative means to do what I loved. I downloaded TikTok, assuming it was a kid's app. In what universe would you assume TikTok is a kid's app? That's all. No, that's that's a lie. How could you not? In 2022, how could you not know what TikTok was? Uh, So once I came out as a woman, I made this quote day one of being a girl comedic video, and it blew up. I really don't know another place online like TikTok that can make a creator grow at the rate that it does. Some of the other apps really celebrate perfection and over editing and flawlessness. I think with TikTok specifically, people love the rawness. Yeah, TikTok has more fillers than filters. And, okay, I'm going to call bullshit on one thing right there. TikTok is the worst because what it does is it incentivizes people to steal other people's shit. 
and it has leaked into other apps, including YouTube, which used to have some of the strictest copyright enforcement ever. And now you have a library of music you can choose from. And guilty, we use it. Actually, not on YouTube. We don't use it. Um, but on TikTok and Instagram, we absolutely use it. And yeah. that was directly TikTok. Because on YouTube, you can get flagged for using music when it's available to you. We've That's happened to us. Uh, yeah, because I sent it to you. I was like, dude, is this an issue? He's like, yeah, I've gotten... It gives us a copyright strike, but it doesn't affect the video because we took it from YouTube's library. That makes and zero out. sense. Like, I why know. is YouTube going to offer it? It makes zero sense at all. But that all started because of TikTok. And that is one of the things I really don't like about TikTok because all the videos on there, and Andrew Tate's another example of this, TikTok incentivizes you to steal other people's content, repurpose it, and get the views for yourself. And you can monetize the channel using other people's shit. There are channels on there that do nothing but rip portions of episodes from TV shows and movies and overlay it with some like craft video and these people get millions of views it's not your shit and from those millions of views you may not be a millionaire from them but it's probably like 50 60 grand a year if not more the point is you're getting paid off of other people's stuff which is why i'm i'm even apprehensive about adding like just for comedic effect other people's videos because i'm conscious of that sometimes it's worth it for the lulls but mm -hmm. It's not something we do regularly. And even when I had a Tate channel, like, yeah, I was using his shit, but I tried to I tried to at least edit it in an original way, not like everybody else was doing. Like, if I saw a bunch of people using this clip, I would try to stay away from it. Yeah, I noticed that about yours because I saw other people doing it too, and I was like, it wasn't even anywhere near as good. Well, I was also trying to, I was also trying to paint paint andrew in a more positive light um instead of somebody just clipping 20 seconds of something random yeah exactly no well and actually one of the clips i did of andrew that went i think it was the best clip i did was the one where he talks about how he retired his mother that got a whole lot of love oh, yeah. i got a lot of love but um on with dylan mulvaney uh, in 2022, Mulvaney appeared with gender-fluid hairstylist David Lopez in a podcast for the cosmetics brand Ulta Beauty, during which Mulvaney spoke about childhood, coming out as transgender, and the transition. According to Forbes staff writer Marissa Delato, the video led to the appearance of the hashtag Boycott Ulta in Twitter's trending topics section and resulted in some calling Mulvaney's claims that... Um, that they can live happily as a woman misogynistic and others misgendering Mulvaney. Later in October, Mulvaney met with President Joe Biden, I remember this, for a presidential forum for the online news outlet Now This News, which is uh, on TikTok. When asked by Mulvaney, and TikTok and Snapchat, I think, or they might be all over social media, but asked by Mulvaney about the recent legislation restricting gender-affirming care for transgender youth, by Republican-led legislators, Biden called it outrageous and immoral. According to NBC News, after the meeting with Biden, Mulvaney became the target of a vitriol campaign by right-wing activists. Senator, Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn shared a tweet in which she attacked a TikTok video created by Mulvaney and said, Dylan Mulvaney, Joe Biden, and radical left-wing lunatics want to make this absurdity normal. Media personality Caitlyn Jenner, also a transgender woman, wrote on Twitter that uh, they agreed with Blackburn's remarks and called Mulvaney's video an absurdity. Uh, that's the pot calling kettle black, don't you think? 
controversy. Several years later, several days later, sorry, Mulvaney Ooh. posted a reply video to Jenner on TikTok on for day two three three of days of girl of the days of girlhood series with a written message to my followers. Please do not send. She said, "Quote: Please do not send her any hate." In the video, Mulvaney directly addressed being misgendered by Jenner and Jenner's comments about the body, as well as what Mulvaney had learned from the experience. Uh, yeah, and now, now it's just controversy. Okay, so here we go. A little bit more. Um, on April 1st, 2023, which actually, this might have, they, they could have written this off as an April Fool's joke, actually. On April 1st, 2023, Mulvaney promoted the beer brand Bud Light in an Instagram video on the occasion of March Madness, a college basketball tournament held by the NCAA. According to the Washington Post, her brand, the, the Mulvaney's brand sponsorship led, wait, yeah, Mulvaney's brand sponsorship, sponsor, ugh, Mulvaney's brand sponsorship led figures in right-wing media such as Fox News to refer to Mulvaney in disparaging and often in transphobic terms nearly a dozen times over the next three days. The sponsorship led to calls for a boycott of Bud Light from conservatives, including singer Kid Rock shooting several Bud Light cases with a rifle in a protest video, which he bought them. Mulvaney also promoted a Nike sports bra and a sponsored post on Instagram in April 2023. And in response, Olympic swimmer, Olympic swimmer Sharon Davies called for a Nike boycott. Why is Dylan Mulvaney uh, promoting a sports bra when he doesn't, <laughs> Mulvaney doesn't have tits? What are you holding? You trying to keep your ribs in or something? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like, was... I think, do you know if Dylan was on hormones? I do not know, but again, I think Mulvaney, I think Mulvaney did it to start getting attention and then Mulvaney started getting paid. That's why I'm on Tim Pool with this. It's in Mulvaney's best. Well, and again, like I said, I don't think this would have been even a thing if the right wing media hadn't gotten a hold of it. So in a rare turn of events, I'm going to sling shit at the Fox News and the, even the Daily Wire. Because they gave it more you gave it, than it needed. It's, and now you cannot accuse me of being unfair because I said this about the Proud Boys and I'm going to say it about this. The best way to get rid of people, that you to stop people you don't like from talking, is to just ignore them. Yet you guys, people on the right, gave this life. And if you truly think it's absurd, then why did you get so bent out of shape about it? Because I'm looking at this, I'm like, this is stupid. On This is stupid on both sides. And tying it back into Tate. The one thing that I took away from watching that Vice piece, because I saw some things that were obviously Vice kind of playing it up, which is actually funny, because they were talking to one of the, the I say victims in quotes because the case is still ongoing. But they showed a screenshot of a text exchange on WhatsApp. And in... <laughs> In the text thread, it shows the alleged victim saying that it wasn't, in fact, um, I'm not going to use the word because YouTube doesn't like it. Um, it wasn't, in fact, assault. Great. Yeah. I, I, I hate that. Either be a, be a man and say it or just choose another word. Don't fucking rhyme it. I'm a little retarded. But, um, yeah, so that's that's in the shot. But, I mean, it's right there if you read it. 
All you have to do is pause the video and you can read the whole conversation. It's right there. Oh, God. But, um, yeah, I just reaffirmed my whole thing is I don't like extremes on either side. Because when you go, it doesn't matter what direction you go. When you go too far in one direction, bad things happen. That's how you end up with people like, well, actually, I, I think Dylan Mulvaney, again, is just trolling. I don't think Dylan Mulvaney is actually fighting for any sort of activism. I think if, Dylan Mulvaney is trying to get if paid. If Dylan is on hormones, it's, he's not trolling. If he's, all, all, if he's not on hormones, then he's trolling. I don't think... I don't think Dylan's on hormones. I don't see anyone taking it that far. For well, because, if you, again, if you, you can Google this. Look up Dylan Mulvaney, Book of Mormon, and Dylan looks the same, just with shorter hair. Well, we'll see. What's the uh, comment we got? I'm so... I'm an independent. How about you guys? Uh, Definition of independent. I don't even really identify as libertarian anymore because some people in that circle... They're are, losing it. I, well, thought, I thought it was going to be so much better. You know, and then I, I was, like, bringing up stuff, you know, like, who, who's the girl who ran for president last year? Uh, Joe Jorgensen. Joe Jorgensen. I had a conversation with her. I never told you about this. No, you didn't, fucker. I, I had a conversation with her in a Facebook post, so obviously it might not have been her. But I'm going to assume... Somebody from her staff, certainly. Yeah, so I asked her about um, her policy on borders. And oh, she, you know what? You did tell me about and this. And she said that uh, she believes in open border policy. And she says immigrants are necessary. She she believes in the old way. And I, you know, reminded her that the, uh, the old way was because we needed immigration for workers for our manufacturing plants and whatnot, you know, to get, and that's how the uh, automotive industry boomed. Well, and I think you so may have, I, 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 I could be well, no, well, no, and I don't, I don't think she did a very good job of explaining it, but I think what she meant, I think what she meant, I'm not mansplaining, but I think what she meant by that, because the old way, and this is what I agree with, I, I, I believe in sovereignty, national sovereignty, but at the same time, I think not even loose borders, but like, Borders that are easily passable for people that are not trying to cause trouble. Like, I think it should be very easy to enter a country. Well, the only problem with that is any murderer can come up to you. Well, no, I'm, I'm, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, I think that, you know, I, I, I... Politically. I mean, passports. To get a passport, you have to get a background check, I think. Pretty sure. Um... I can't remember. I, I definitely lean more right, but on uh, certain things that I would I would say socially a little left. Well, but that's what I'm saying. That's that's why we're both. I would consider us both independents because it we depends. Want to go with actual libertarian, like what it means. I don't want anarchy. Well, is it, was it anarchy? No, that's that's what some extreme libertarians sound like. They sound like anarchists. Whatever we are is for less government. Generally and, speaking, but sometimes you need government. It depends on the issue. I don't think you need much government. I, well, I mean, I, I, I don't mean local law enforcement. Well, so here's here's a good and example. A set of rules, like the constitutional version. Here's a good example, because like I don't want to repeal the EPA, but I think some of its regulations need to be dialed back some, because the EPA was created because you had businesses that were just flat out dumping toxic waste into water. <laughs> And people were drinking it, and animals were drinking it, too. Username said, problem with not supporting Democrats or Republicans, question mark, maybe. 
Um, I support whoever has the best policy. You know, if, if it just so happens to be a Democrat, which it rarely is. Well, Tulsi Gabbard I, I was a Democrat. Yeah, but I didn't. She's not anymore. I, I didn't identify with I, I don't, what yeah. she, uh, her policies were. I just liked her as a person. I think Tulsi, I think Tulsi, Tulsi struck me as a Democrat from like the mid-90s. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Which, yeah. Craziness ensues. Which, remember when they used to squabble about taxes and not much else? Yeah, and, and now, now look at us. We have to tackle, tackle inflation. We have to tackle, you know, the rising cost of, uh, what, what was the, uh, what did you say the, uh, the feds increased? The rates. Oh, the interest rates? Interest rates, you know, it's like, yeah. Well, and to be fair, we've been spoiled because the interest rates are still not particularly high if you look back not even that far in history. Like, there was... 7%, it's an awful lot. Well, but... $300,000. Oh, dude, but, like, prior to... I'd have to look it up, but I think prior to like 2005, like I think a 10% rate on a mortgage was pretty good. I'd have to actually look that up, but certainly in the 90s, I think the 90s, 12% was considered pretty decent. Like we got spoiled. We got down to, you know, I think the average rate was probably about 3.1%. Well, the uh, FHA is 35 so, well, but it depends. It depends on your credit. But yeah, I know what you mean. Most everybody gets three point. Well, most everybody gets FHA nowadays. Yeah. So. But yeah, I think we got spoiled. We got spoiled with a very, very good economy. I don't think we got spoiled. I, I think uh, some some people work for it. And then well, that's some I, people I didn't come mean. in and destroy it in a tornado effect. I'm really more so talking about 2008 more so than the recent Trump run. 2008 was just a fucking gross time. Well, okay, so there's another example of actually... I don't remember it because I didn't have any issues. Well, yeah, because we were too young, but... Um, I was renting and I had a job and everything like that. Well, I know, but you weren't like buying a house or I anything like that. I bought an air conditioner with it for my room. There you go. Um, shit, what was I going to say? So that's a good example of where government is actually, it shouldn't be necessary, but it became necessary because all that happened because there was a bunch of banking deregulations and then people got greedy and then started acting stupid. Mm-hmm. And they started giving out loans to people who couldn't afford Well, but the reason they were doing that is because they were trying to sell more banking products to investors and they were running out of mortgages to sell. So they needed more mortgages. Username, I agree. What his username say? Trump has done some great things, but I'm not standing behind everything he's ever said. That hill's not worth dying on. Probably not good for business in a lot of ways. No, but that's anybody. Because, again, like I said earlier, I'm an Andrew Tate fan, but I'm not going to agree with everything he said. Because sometimes, well, like, okay, going back to the Vice documentary, he did. they do something in there that I, tr- like, I just so don't agree with. Apparently, they had a war room event where people pay five grand to be there, and then they were told that they uh, they were asked if they wanted to go into the cage with a trained MMA fighter. Some of these guys had never trained a day in their lives, and if you didn't go, you were literally forced to sit against a wall and write about why you didn't do it. And then if you did do it, you fought a professional fighter. <laughs> what the hell? I and. Like, do I think the fighters were going full bore? I, I don't know. I don't know who they were. But is that your secret stash? Secret? Oh. I just thought that was not only irresponsible, but that's just 
Like, there's a difference between training guys to be tough and then just being a bully because every bit of that is punching down. Well, not me. I don't. I don't care for it at all because, I mean, I guess you could make the argument. Well, they agreed to it, but yeah, but. I think if you had given them the option of fighting then or having some time to train, I think every one of them would have wisely chosen to do some training beforehand. But it's it's just nothing but peer pressure. And, of course, nobody won their fights. So you paid five grand to get the shit kicked out of you? Like, I mean, kudos for doing it because, yeah, that takes balls. Like, I'm not taking it away from you, but think about that for a second. You paid five grand to get your ass kicked. I don't know about you, but where I'm from, that sounds awfully gay. <laughs> I might be gay. I don't know. Yeah, I joined this underground fight club. I woke up and just got the shit kicked out of me. Sounds a little bit like Joe Swanson. Oh, Peter. That's because it's it's a reference from Ted. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's that actor. I love that guy too. He had a sitcom for one season, and it was unjustifiably canceled because it was quite good. It was called Crowded. That's what it was called. Never avoided. I know. And that's why I think it got canceled because they didn't advertise it a lot, but it was that actor. I wasn't a huge fan of sitcoms. I love me some sitcoms. It just depends. Maybe that 70s show. That 70s show is one of the best sitcoms. That 90s shows. Yeah, it's okay. Have you watched it? I've seen some of it. I di- it's not bad. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would, but I it has some problems because you just... Just because you want to do things differently doesn't mean you're going to end up doing it right. That's true. True, yeah. But one of the other things I say, and I actually say this on the first ever Arate podcast, is there's a lot of wisdom in doing what everyone else has done up to a certain point. Like, especially if you don't know. Like, if you don't know what you're getting into, it's probably not a bad idea to do to do it the way most other people have done it. Now, when you become an expert at something, that's when you can start to diverge and become original. But I think there's this, especially today, there's this sense of everybody wanting to do things their own way, which can be fine if it works out for you, but you never see when it doesn't work out for people. (laughs) And I think if you share, if you were honest and you shared all those stories, it's kind of like entrepreneurship, like, oh yeah, I want to be an entrepreneur. Because, you know, that's the only way you're going to make money. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, if you succeed. But a lot of entrepreneurs fail many, many times. And then we also, because of this instant gratification, you know, TikTok world, everybody thinks that you get famous overnight. And I always share DDP Yoga, uh, Diamond Dallas Page. He always says, you know, we became an eight-year overnight success. And oh, he, almost went, he almost went broke twice. I love that. Well, because it's true. It took eight years to become an overnight success. That's why there were, there were times when we were doing this podcast. Each one of us went through periods, but I remember there was one in particular where you were just like, okay. I'm not going to say you were over it, but you were like really kind of over it. And I think that's one of the times I shared that with you. It's like, you know, we're conditioned because it's, you know, social media and movies, which social media is bullshit. I'm just going to say it. Even some of our shorts are bullshit because we edit them. It's Fugazi. Yeah. So it's not real. And nobody touts their, well, I don't know. We tout some of our dumber moments, but that's just because we give a shit about being authentic. But nobody broadcasts their failures. Like none of these, none of these entrepreneur channels are ever like, oh yeah, I totally invested a million dollars in this business and it failed. 
Dave Ramsey's the exception because he talks about how he went broke twice, but that's all part and parcel to how he teaches people to deal with money. But yeah, nobody's out here broadcasting. Like nobody's going to get successful on a YouTube channel talking about all the times they screwed up. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I made this real estate deal and I lost like a quarter million dollars. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, don't do that kids. It's like, don't judge me on my winners. Judge me on my losers. Cause I have, I have so few. Yeah. But all the, all these people that made money, like even, I think even, uh, what's his name? Rich dad, poor dad, Robert Kurosaki or whoever. Kurosaki. I bet he failed a bunch. I have not read your bio next to the username. Is Rich Hill is Kryptonite? Rich Hill is Kryptonite. For Super Simp, yes. How could you forget about Super Simp? Because his powers are mind erased. (laughs) His powers are draining his bank account. Give me back my money. Can't already spend it on my boyfriend. Can't. Always get. Apparently, Dylan can always get what they want. Fuck Dylan's. I mean, don't actually. I mean, don't actually have sex with them. What's the one I sent you? It's like I don't always drink Bud Light, but when I do, I take it in the can. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. It's like uh, I I initially wanted to name this podcast. What was it? Bud Light. Bud Light comes out of the closet. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, let's go. But you know what a good sponsor is? The sponsor of tonight's podcast, Stevie Wicks Cool Beans Candle Company. Um, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, this is one of the Mother's Day candles, but I have a feeling this one's going to stick around that uh, will be available soon. Um, I think they're waiting to just get a little bit closer to Mother's Day, but show mom you love her. Get her the best candle she's ever going to have. They're going to have some of their bigger three-wick candles, and there's one that I think is particularly cool. It's the Flowers for Mom candle. It's a little bit smaller, but it's all the floral scents, and actually, this is Wine and Roses. Smell that bad boy. Uh, it's not it, bad. It smells like fresh wine in a nice big bathtub. That's oddly specific yet accurate. I smell the bubbles. Yeah, that's part and parcel. It's very good. StevieWicks.com and get yours soon. But the spring candles are available. And as always, you can get the standard candles whenever you want. Use promo code AIP to save 10% off your order. Damn right we're relevant. Are we? He says, are we strictly relevant now? Relevant? What do you mean? Like topical? Try not to be. Topical? I know. Topical. Well, it has two meanings. Because yeah. topical can also mean like on the skin. Yeah. Topical. <laughs> uh, this podcast, we kind of try to be. Because I, I, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It gets views. Oh, topics? Like current events. more. Yeah. The only problem with current events and YouTube is that it has such a life... A short live. So we do, we do some episodes that are kind of timeless. Like the Titanic episode is pretty timeless. And like just anything with movies and, and whatnot general. Yeah, generally speaking. I do think it's going to be funny, though, because I, I don't think it'll be too much longer that we're going to look back at like the Dylan Mulvaney's of the world and be like, why were we even paying attention? 
it's, I mean, <laughs> I don't really care. Like, everybody gets all, you know, if a, if a company wants to go and bankrupt themselves, I've had it. I, like, I mean, yeah. You should know your customer base. Like, you guys pay people millions of dollars to, to drink your beer <laughs> and know who your customers are. What the hell? Well, you probably don't pay them millions of dollars, but, you know. Well, I mean, overall on marketing, yeah. Well, what is what is that? The DEI people, diversity, equity, inclusion. Yeah, and guess what? All that does not attribute to money. Well, because he, well, and here's the thing: it, in a way, it does, but they're doing it wrong. So, it does it, Dylan? <laughs> you, well, yeah. You know, the best way to be inclusive is to make the best product you can possibly make and sell it to everybody. Which you already you already sell it to everybody. All this other thing, all this other stuff that people do, when you're highlighting a specific group, you run the risk of alienating other groups. Where if you just make the best beer you can, then the people who like the beer will buy the beer. And I mean, case in point, some people get unnecessarily bent out of shape. Like I know I'm poking fun at Hershey's for the Hershey movement, and I bought the Jeremy's chocolate stuff, which should be arriving next month. Fucking assholes, but. I bought the Jeremy Shaw for, for a joke. It better be good-ass It's not going to be. It's going to be terrible compared to Hershey's because Hershey, Hershey's makes the best chocolate in the world. I don't care. Fight me. Hershey's makes the best chocolate in the world, and I really don't care what their political ideology is because their chocolate is the best. Are you saying you, you enjoy pounding down chocolate? I do. In your mouth? <laughs> Wherever, man. There are no more lines. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Is how long have we been saying that? It's 2009. It's 2010. Well, I mean, that's it's kind 2012. of. 2012. It's 2020 now. We've been saying that. I for mean, we're we're gonna keep saying it. We're we'll like, it's 3,000 now. The year 3,000, and we're back to talking about Kennedy. We choose to move to the moon not because it is easy, but because it is cheap. <laughs> Helium on the surface. Plus, it's like a circle. <laughs> it's like, it's like a circle. <laughs> what the fuck do they say about a covalent bond in this school? <laughs> fuck you, science. Oh, this one's going nowhere. Yeah, it's going nowhere fast, just like Dylan Mulvaney's career. Actually, that's not true. It's, I it's, think Dylan Mulvaney would be fine. Oh, Dylan will be fine because, but Dylan's whole, and this is why it's genius because Dylan's whole business model is built on controversy. Yep. But I mean, read through, read through Dylan's bio and you tell me if Dylan just didn't start seeing dollar signs pop up and is like, oh, I'm going to steer hard into this. Dude, someone already did what I thought. Like it even said, started a conservative beer and I was like, that's genius. Oh, I was waiting for Jeremy to do it. Jeremy's beer. Kind of surprised. There you go. Like PBR, JR <laughs> Junior. That's not funny. No. JB. <laughs> yeah. Junior beer. Jeremy's beer. That's weird. Yeah. No. Jeremy's beer light. Beer light. Well, obviously, even the Wikipedia article said that the first video Dylan did was a comedy video. Think about it. You know, listen. If we learned anything from our past and the movies we watched growing up, it was that Woody 
had already made fun of Lightbeer. Oh yeah, Mr. Lightbeer, prove it. He says Lightbeer. Yeah. He calls him Lightbeer. Okay, Mr. Lightbeer. Well, kids don't get it. That was for the adults. I know. There was all kinds of adult jokes in movies that we didn't get as kids, and then we watch it back, and we're like, what the fudge? That's just good writing, and now they're too afraid to do it. Yeah. It's sad. It really is. Because that used to be how you parents could sit through the kids' movies that they didn't want to see. That's true. My mom sat through uh, South Park Bigger, Longer, and Uncut in a theater with me. She well, that movie's through. hilarious. She didn't really sit through it. She laughed her ass off. I was going to say, that's not a movie you sit through. That, that, that's a good one. No, but my mom was cool about that kind of stuff. I, I, anytime anyone needed to watch anything cultured, let's <laughs> <laughs> say cultured, they came to my house or I brought it to them. And it was generally a VCR tape I recorded. Uh-huh. I don't know. We watched, we watched, enough, we watched plenty of Space Ghost, too. That's oh, cultured, but not bad. Space Ghost needs to go. You want to bring something back. Bring back Space Ghost. Yeah, like, why is that not popular right now? Like, that would be so popular because, I'm sorry, but if people can, like, Rick and Morty. Yeah, that and seems, like, right up Gen Z's alley. It's just, I, I can't stand Rick and Morty. I don't like it either. I don't hate it. But that's it, that's it, what it I'm just, saying. I don't, and I don't. everybody's shocked when I tell them that I don't like Rick and Morty. It's not that I, it's just not my thing. I don't know. I tried to like it, but I don't know. I just don't find it funny. And I know I'm probably wrong because Rick and Morty just exploded. But, like, my nephew, especially my older one, he loves Rick and Morty, and I just Well, apparently don't. the guy that voices Rick and Morty, it's, it was his show, and he got fired from it. I heard that. Something. I, don't even, I don't even know why. I don't know. He probably said something transphobic. Like cheese, man. Cheese, man. <laughs> pickle, pickle Rick. This is so not related, but I, I just, I don't know why. I think it was actually TikTok, which is probably how they get away with it. Cause t- fuck you, TikTok. Because um, this will happen to me all the time, is I'll see a movie clip on there that I, I've either seen before or it makes me want to see the movie, which is probably why people don't get flagged for it. But I saw a clip from Remember the Titans. I'm like, fuck, I haven't watched Remember the Titans in ages. Still holds up. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's quite good. It's a, it's a good one. I caught some stuff I didn't know. Like, there were a lot more... They didn't do any hard racial slurring, but there was more bigotry in that movie than I remember. Well, that's like uh, I was watching uh, Wonder Years, and it was in the it was set in the sixties. Yep. So when they were in they were uh, in I think seventh grade history, I believe. Probably. Uh, in, in the first or second season, and they were like still referring to black people as Negroes. Negroes yeah. You know, so it's, but but that brings up an interesting point, which and, and now we're censoring everything. You know, when you're setting a show in the 1960s, that's that was a common word. It wasn't necessarily. I mean, I I got to choose my words carefully here because I don't want to misspeak. Like it's not a good way to refer to anyone who's black, but at the same time, it was just it was common vernacular, and that doesn't excuse it. But at the time, that's just. A lot of the verbiage, like Mad Men does it too. Mad Men, you know, they'll constantly say things like the Negro vote or the Negro buyer or, you know, certain types of, like they have Ebony Magazine and they're like, oh, the Negro Magazine. Like the term, at least I don't think, again, if if I'm wrong, correct me. I don't think the term was necessarily always derogatory, like even though it 
kind of is, but I don't think it was intended to be all the time. It's just an, such an abrasive word. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it just sounds, which that might be our contemporary modern sensibilities too, because I'm sure in the 60s it was nothing. Like, that might have been the polite way to refer to somebody. I don't know. But. Yeah, because they've said the other word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. But the hard er, you know. The, I just the one, the one you stay away from. I just I Since stay away from every both. Every age group is on the web. Views are kind of commonplace. Verbal engagement is what's lacking. One hundred percent. Well, no, and that's another thing. So this, and again, TikTok started this too. TikTok started, which is ironic, because TikTok actually has the longest runtime for their media now, for that short form content. Um, but TikTok started that where you know this started out being sixty seconds. You got 60 seconds to, and it's unfortunate because those are the ones that get the most views. Hey, Vine did it the best, though. That's true. Vine, well, Vine, Vine I think was Vine was, seven I was going to say Vine was. You had to make a viral video in seven seconds. That is not easy. But that's tailor-made for comedy, though. Yeah, which is the best anyway. I think TikTok started this whole trend of, like, trying to get an ideology across in 60 seconds, which, again, is ironic because now TikTok has, I think, the limit is 10 minutes um, for their video length, whereas YouTube and Instagram for reels and shorts. Like, I tell you what, if TikTok were to come out in support of free speech and not censoring anyone for anything, as long as it's not, like, direct violence, they would be the biggest platform ever. Well, they pretty much are that's what i'm saying i'm saying ever i'm not saying because the thing is something could rise up and take it over like rumble no that's not gonna happen rumble's all right you know what actually if rumble if rumble just got a better if rumble got a decent mobile platform with something like a shorts feed i think they would they have shorts feed it, it's not the same yeah. it's they they have i i know what you're talking about but it's it's not like the shorts feed on youtube or instagram reels or tiktok which is why we I stopped putting shorts on there because they're just not. High views meant meant money back during two thousand eight era YouTube nowadays. Well, yeah, because they changed the way they do the partner program. Yeah, I tell you what. Again, again, they dis. Program for, for YouTube, like unless you blow up, it is well. Fucking they disincentivize smaller creators because they wanted to funnel in more of the large gar- large view garnering. Which is hilarious because the big brands aren't what helped TikTok. I'm not TikTok. The big brands are not what helped YouTube grow. It was the smaller creators that made names for themselves. But now you have the Vices and the CNNs. CNNs not that bad. Um, but you have like news people and then you know professional media personalities that now like we're on YouTube now. It's people who were already famous. Yes. And then they just hop on YouTube. And yep. they're able to gain another stream of income, which is awesome. Yeah, but at the you ended up cutting the throat of all the smaller creators because there was a time I was monetized on YouTube, and then they changed the policy. And I wasn't getting rich, but I mean I was making some money. I was getting a few hundred, few hundred bucks a year. Like again, it just it helped. And when I was getting paid on YouTube, guess what happened? I was incentivized to make content. Yeah, you got like a video with like five hundred thousand views. Yeah. And now I don't get paid for it. Yeah, that's that's why they did that because they were paying people. It's, trust me, I was getting paid a very very minute fraction of what they were making off of ad revenue. But still, though, 
paid. Yeah, I was getting paid. Even if it was like, what was like the biggest monthly you ever got? Probably like 300 bucks. See? Damn. Yeah. That's, that's really good. Like, holy shit, could you imagine? Like, we could make this podcast so much better if we were if getting we paid for views. Three, if we had 300 bucks a month? Oh, we'd make this podcast so much better in short order. Well, for one, we would have a better camera. We wouldn't be stuck to a room. Which, to be fair, we're probably, we're probably going to, before too long, we'll probably invest in a better camera. Or we were even talking about changing the setup. Yeah, uh, because the thing is, uh, now that YouTube allows us to live stream without being monetized pretty much um which was actually a pretty big win for youtube and uh creators well because live streaming is that's just so popular right now it may it makes sense but uh, yeah so we'll figure that out and i think i think if we make those changes that we talked about we'll get more views just because it'll be more pleasant to yeah, watch we can use our iphones that's all we got right now which is uh perfect so we just need to get a gimbal or some type of holder a gimbal I've got a tripod. Well, I'm saying they, they make gimbals for phones and cameras, and they, like, have a fucking, like, a, I don't know, a mechanism in them to where it makes them stabilize, a stabilizer. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, wild. But, yeah, so one of these days will come for you, Dylan Mulvaney. I don't mean violently. I mean, like, on a podcast. Oh God! I just realized what I said. You imagine that though, like I don't want like, to imagine that arguing with uh with you know anyone on the left. You know they're just sitting there just calling you names and, and then open like, invite. You know we we would actually love for that to happen. Listen, YouTube. Any leftists out there? I'm talking hardcore lefties. You believe in all the gumbo mumbo jumbo? Like ideally a communist. Yes. Uh, or. Socialist, democratic socialist, same thing. <laughs> Come find us and let's have a conversation. Let's. Respectfully, of course. Well, we'll be respectful on our end, you yes. dirty commie hippie bastard. <laughs> All right. Let's have a round of applause for the tripod aliens in War of the Worlds. We need more cool non-humanoid aliens. Dude, I would be down for a new alien movie. Like yeah, one that's well done. Well, I mean, there was Avatar, the giant blue ones. <laughs> but they're blue. Dabadi, dabadai. Dabadi, dabadai. It's like I, I went to go lay in my bed, but it's blue. On water, and now I'm blue. Dabadi, dabadai. Yeah, this one had to save the whales, too. So it was Dances with Wolves and Free Willy all smacked into one. There's a... Did you get some? I swear to God, I think I got mice. Oh, probably out here, I'm sure. There's one or two running around. So this is not related, but my cat is an utter failure. Oh, oh God, this wasn't that long ago. But a mouse had gotten in the house, and it was a small one. And the cat's chasing the damn thing and just kept losing it. And I'm like, it's right there, dumbass. <laughs> Your cat was just like, dude, I'm out of shape, bro. <laughs> no, it was he was running after it. He just kept losing it. And I'm like, it's right there. So I ended up getting him and just putting him outside. But it's like you failure as a cat. Like you, you suck, had you had one jackass. you had one job. 
That's okay. He's not. He's not good for anything. You know what? What? If we are able to make it to Kings Island on April twenty eighth, maybe we should do a quick live stream over there. Would you like that, America? So, yeah. you just live stream all day. That'll kill your battery. Seriously? Oh, with, oh yeah, with the phone. Yeah. Yeah, no. That would suck. I don't see how people do that shit. They're just like, hey, they here. must, they, well, I, do they live stream that or they just record it? They probably record it. We, we can record some stuff. I want to say we can live stream and then record some stuff. Well, we can just vlog it. Yeah. Tell people, actually, you know what? We can tell you guys how to do Kings Island properly. Including the best places to eat. Oh, 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 the wings in the water park. Oh, my God. Listen, there's a place there. I forget what it's called, but it's a place in a theme park where I you actually have trouble figuring out what to eat because it's all good. And you kind of want it all because the only thing I didn't I didn't have the burnt ends from there yet. But like the 10. Uh, yeah, you did. You didn't like them. No, 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 not from the one in the water park. Oh. We went to that other place where everything sucked. Yeah, those burnt ends were terrible. Everything was. The ribs were dry. I think the chicken was probably good, but Xavier. Those ribs were terrible. They sucked. Dude, like, it was like they were boiled. And I'm like, if you boil ribs, like, we're going to fight. <laughs> well, no, it was funny because I could tell my nephew was, like, feeling bad because he didn't want to eat it. And I'm like, don't feel bad. This is the shits. This is terrible. Yeah, but then, like, we ripped it all up. <laughs> we all still ate all of it. To imply all aliens are humanoids is such a fallacy. Fallacies, fallacies, yeah. fallacies. fallacies. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, man, we should uh, totally get the band back together. Right? Yeah. Totally. Uh Just for the night. <laughs> uh, ah. In-laws are coming in. Uh, Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman. Bitch. Science, bitch. Well, she never says bitch after that, does she? She says, yeah. Yes, science. science. And then Walter White just looks at him and he's like. Science. That's a fantastic character. That was a fantastic show. Very, very much so. I was going to say something and I forgot. Oh, the King's Island thing. So, like, but... Th- it's it's the same place too, isn't it? They just have two locations. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, just just outside of Cincinnati. Um, it's the same place though, right? But it's there's one in the water park and then one in like the main park area, or are they different? The barbecue joint. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coney Island Barbecue is the one towards the racer, and then uh, because that's Coney Island. Yeah. And then uh, the one in the park is I can't remember in the water park. Okay, but it's not the, it's not called the same thing. It is vastly different. It is, but they have a lot of the same. Well, no, I guess they don't have same menu items. Now that I think about it, but like the one in the water park, holy shit! the The tenders are good. The wings are phenomenal. Those chicken or the chicken tenders did look really good. Oh, they are. They're they're very good. Like, they yeah, they were very very good. The fries are fucking amazing. Dude, and you know, since we have the season pass, we get in a half an hour early and we can go ride rides. Hell to the yeah! Fork out for a. Hail to the air. Which I doubt they'll be busy on the first week. Probably not. You know. 
Well, actually, you know what? We should do that. We should make a little vlog. We'll make some mini videos, and we'll we'll show you how to do Kings Island right. They won't get busy until three or four when kids are getting out of school. Yeah, that's the best part. That's about true. Going while kids are in school. What are we talking about going on a Friday? What day is that? Uh, April twenty eighth. I know what what day of the Friday. week is that Friday? Yeah, the, the reason being because I was like, I was like, man, if we go on a weekend, kids are still at, in school or out of school. So I was like, man, I was like, let's see if we can go on Friday. And I remember you saying Friday's that. easier than Saturday, actually. Is it really? Yeah, because Saturday's our busy day, like our busiest day. People are home. And, yeah. yeah. Actually, the best day would be like a Wednesday, but I don't know what your work schedule is. Maybe we should try a Wednesday. Well, the reason I uh, didn't is because in the month of April, they're, they're not open, but only oh, on that's... weekends. And they don't open up daily until, like, the middle of May. Got it. So, that makes sense. But when that happens. Well, I was going to say, maybe we should just shoot for a Wednesday in May. Hey, 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 Have you, have you heard that meme? Where's the song? It's like the, hey, hey, hey. This guy, <laughs> that one guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we've we, we've, we've devolved devolved. All right. Well. So Dylan Mulvaney is a troll, and a man. Troll man. Well, boy. A man troll. A man boy. A man bear a pig. A, a cereal. It's man bear pig. <laughs> it's super cereal. Wait a minute. Well, no, Dylan Mulvaney can't be mar- man bear pig because there's not enough hair to be a bear. I know, because we're so pretty. Not according to the comments. Well, the comments also say we're wrong a lot. And, like, I mean, they do say we're fat. and I mean, I know I'm fat. We are fat right now. We could be fat her. Fat her. <laughs> you have to include. Fat her. You have to include our pronouns. Fat that's her. Not, that's not. A f- oh, her. Fat her and, and not skinny. <laughs> I'm not that's that's your ancient Cherokee name. Oh my God. Lead us out. <laughs> him him not skinny. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> oh God! Thank you very much for enjoying this episode of the Average Intelligence Podcast. <laughs> Hopefully, you're a little bit less average and a little bit more intelligent. But after this one, I I, I doubt it. <laughs> This was, this was about a C minus. This was just like last week. Dude, where's my car? A little bit. You watch it and you end up dying. It's old hand. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Uh, anyway, uh, like, share, like, share, and subscribe. Hail Zoltan. All that. And uh, pretty please. Help us defeat the Dylan Mulvaney's of the world. And if you want to check us out on the audio streaming platforms, we're on Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Amazon, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Now, uh, Podcast Addict. There, there's a bunch Basically of them. Anything you can think of. Just about every audio streaming, every major one anyway, and a couple of non-major ones. And uh, buy Stevie Wicks candles. And buy our shirts. Yes. Go to easiest way to find them is rtamedia.org and then there's a button for the stove. Oh no! I totally just kicked my cup. <laughs> now go home. <laughs>